Well, should we, uh, should we let the dogs out? First, I'm going to let the water out of my lungs. Nathan, I was trying to transition us into the show, and you're busy uh, having physical needs and coughing. I'm pre-transition. Should we try that again? Yeah. Well, Nathan, should we let the dogs out? God damn it. You said you were ready. No, I didn't. I, I expressly did not. You asked if I wanted to try again, and that's different. All right. <clears throat> hey, Cameron, do you want to let the dogs out? <laughs> God damn it. Hello, welcome to Think Outside the Box Ed. It's the internet's only outrage machine. I'm Nathan Hunt. I'm Cameron DeWitt. Yippee-i-o. Yippee-i-yippee-ki-yay, Mother Baja Men. We just finished our 18th season of Think Outside the Box Ed. And what better way to cleanse our palate that had been just building up a lot of um, sort of a a film, a a strange mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's got that. Of, of Britney Spears' yeah. music and life. She gave me and, a dry mouth. Yeah. And now now we're now we're listening to just for one episode. For now, at least. For the music now. <laughs> of the Baja men. Which Baja men? The ones who let the dogs out, or who asked who let the dogs out. No, they're they're retelling women asking who let the dogs out, I believe. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so we're hearing it third hand at this point. And it makes and why, me wonder... Why are we doing this? Cameron, it's shaking my faith. It makes me wonder if they were actually dogs at all, or if they were just people. <laughs> or if they were just uh, ill-behaved young men. Yes. I hope uh, not. Yeah, why are we doing this? Well, it was your idea. I was teeing you up. Oh, um... I don't know if I'd say it was my... Well, I my idea you was... You wanted to take a, a one-hit wonder and listen to their greatest hits. Yes, I did. I did. And I listed several options, several ones hit wonder, and Cameron chose Baja Men. So this is on you, Cameron. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So sort here's of. my impression. They have nine albums. Mm-hmm. And... Didn't you, didn't you say they've been together since the 70s? Yeah, apparently they have been around since 1977. Which is pretty wild. Not um, under that name. Uh, they used to be called High okay. Voltage. Interesting. And they are from the Bahamas. Um, okay, so my impression is that they've been around for a long time and have been making a lot of, like, you know, quality, probably more authentic music. For a long time. Mm-hmm. And then Who Let the Dogs Out went bananas. And then they had like a couple years in the spotlight. And during that time, mm-hmm. they they just, I don't know, they did a bunch of like pretty commercial stuff. Yeah. I think it's fun. But that's like mostly what's on this album is the yeah. stuff that's accessible to uh, mainland audiences. Yeah. I so, would, yeah, I'd be really curious actually to like listen to some of their early albums yeah Yeah. uh that's mostly what got me curious because there's some cool stuff going on here but it's a lot of you know like they sing you know the harry nelson 
coconut <laughs> song. Yeah. Put the lime in the coconut. That's a bit unfortunate. Uh, they do Crocodile Rock. The, yeah, but it's about Steve and Irwin this an, time. There's an interesting story, and yes. we will get to that. Um, yeah, I, but... You, uh, you know what I don't hear, though? I don't what? really hear any naked, uh, obvious attempts to cash in with uh, Who Let the Dogs Out 2. You know, I, I don't hear them, like, trying to replicate the success of that single. Like, th- there's definitely, like, some commercially songs here that could have been, like, a big dance hit or something. But there's nothing with that kind of, like, hook or uh, concept. Right. They're not trying to make an oops, I did it again to their ellipses baby one more time. Exactly. That's a great way to put it. it there's nothing like, why are the kitties in here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what about less common pets? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch this Looking turtle roll you, away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any hard feelings about it. I I think it's great that they got paid to to do Crocodile Rock in the way that they did. I think it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's really silly. Uh, I I suspect it is. It does not have as much artistic integrity as the rest of their music, but uh, you know, you never gotta know. eat. I mean, and I think it's really. I think it's really lovely to have. I mean, maybe they were like fantastically successful in the Bahamas or in the Caribbean in general before then. I I never want to like, you know, measure success in like reductive ways um and especially say like well now that you know people like me have heard of mm. your music that means you're really successful mm-hmm. you know it's like well yeah i mean you know it's like to a certain extent that's uh, true it's like uh there's you know sometimes like white boomers the way they talk about lady smith black mambazo um and it's like they're <clears throat> they had a whole career before paul simon <laughs> used them mm-hmm and I'm sure they had a great time working with him and they got, and I'm sure that there was a, a certain kind of boost mm-hmm. in their career and their visibility, totally. but they, you know, it's not like they needed him mm-hmm. anyway. All I'm saying is I, I'm happy for Baja men that they were able to um, <laughs> do some of the things on this album and probably get paid a lot of money for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope so it's fucking great. I mean, I hope, yeah, I hope they didn't get screwed. Yeah. Uh. I like that they they they're one of the few bands that has their own Mountain Dew flavor too. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Dew, a Bahamian blast. Uh, apparently, uh, it is <clears throat> not pronounced how most people would think, which is the Bahamian. Uh, they pronounce it themselves okay. at the start of one of the songs, and it goes like this. Bahamian. Is basically what he oh, says. Inter- Bahamian. Oh, interesting. Which I, I mean, uh, it's it's like a pun on the on the the noun of someone from the Bahamas. A Bahamian, or is it isn't it Bahamanian? Oh no, it is Bahamian. Bahamian. Fuck, I'm a dummy. <laughs> it kind of sounds like Bahamut, the like um, <laughs> legendary uh, fish of Arabia, <laughs> <laughs> or Baphomet. Baphomet. Or Isn't behemoth. that like some sort of Satan, uh, yeah, alter ego or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like uh, appeals to antiquity in my uh, in my pop hip hop uh, Caribbean <laughs> island music, <laughs> and I just like Satanism. Yeah, 
Well, uh, sh- what's what was what was your impression of of Baja Man? Oh, look at that! Sidney when- Poitier was a Bahamian. He was a Bahaman. Bahaman. <laughs> he was in the Bahaman. <laughs> <laughs> you, I I understand that you're fixated on this. We have to move on. <laughs> well, I just looked I'm up ask you Bahamians nicely once. <laughs> on Wikipedia. And it's those notable Bahamians. Oh, sorry. What was it? What was it? There's a question. Uh, I'm into the idea that any man from the Bahamas is, <laughs> is part a, of the band. Is a member of the Bahamian. <laughs> yeah. It's not the Baja men or certain Baja men or some Baja men. It's Baja men. Yeah, it's all of them. Yeah. The yeah. Baja men. Or no, you're right. There is not even the. No. Oh, you're right. Wow. Apparently, they have also gone as the Baja boys, though. So, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's like a, it's a real boys to men situation. <laughs> the ha- the Baja boys to the Baja men. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. Not the Number Baja two. men. The Baja Boys to Baja Men. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Let's talk about who let the dogs out. That's track one. Yeah. I So apologies in advance, everyone, for the most earwormy song ever recorded. It's going to be stuck in your head for uh, five to seven years from now on. It was nice, the party was bumping. And everybody having a ball. Until the fellas start the name calling. And the girls respond to the call. I have a pull my shot on. Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Yeah, it's. Uh, I have no idea how this song became a hit. <laughs> <laughs> like how Why? do you not what's do you what's not the, like it no i mean it's it's a fine song but it's it's like this was a monster hit um yeah it was absolutely ubiquitous and everyone was basically tired of it immediately yeah exactly um maybe it was the use maybe it was the use in sporting events that really like gave it uh, some uh the first use of the song at an american sporting event was at mississippi state university the university's mascot is the bulldog that's creative yeah, and Dogs. Uh, oh, they used they first used it in 1998, which actually predates the Bahaman version. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, I wonder if we can hear that version. Um, let's see. It was oh, Chuck cover Smith. of "Who Let the Dogs Out" by Anselm Douglas. Yeah, interesting. But but Anselm Doug- Douglas is not a Bahaman. Uh, it's hard to say. Uh, huh. Also, I can't. I can't find it. I wonder if uh, I wonder if YouTube has it. Uh, I'm looking at a GIF of the music video. I forgot how much fisheye lens is in it. Oh, <laughs> it's God. basically a Beastie Boys video. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Here we go. We're gonna listen to the Chuck Smooth version, which is the one that was uh, used in 1998 at the University of the Mississippi. Huh. <laughs> It's minor key. That is not the same lyrics. No, it's very different. It's very. Different. I wonder if these. I wonder if these lyrics are original. Then. Good question. Let's see if I can find huh. the, the Ansem Douglas version. Yeah. Oh, it's a Trinidadian. Okay. Version. 
Ladies, take charge of the show. Sounds a little bit Are you more similar. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm leaving you in charge. Yes. I'm leaving you in charge. Party was late, the party was pumping. That shows the lyrics, yeah. And everybody having a ball. Yeah, buddy, yeah, yo. Until the man is that the name calling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yo. Then I'm going to respond to the call. I hear a woman shout out. Who let the dogs out? That's it. Interesting. Okay. What a. This song. I feel like this song's story has not been told on Wikipedia. Because, like. How does the how does that Chuck Smooth version the one the one we the first one we listened to that was like minor key, how does that figure into the history of this song? Yeah, it doesn't really I, say on the Wikipedia article. Yeah, does it say when the Anselm Douglas the, this song was released as Doggy as a single in 1998 mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> on uh, on their album uh, Possessed. Uh, oh, of course, there's a remix, Who Let the Frog Out by Crazy Frog. Oh, wow. Okay, we got to listen. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to pull that up? I'm pulling that up. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, Crazy Frog. We went down oh, the rabbit Crazy the Frog. It's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. It's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Okay, enough of that. Okay. (laughs) Okay, the thing that I like about Who Let the Dogs Out, and that I didn't realize at the time, because I was not, I did not have a trained ear for listening to music, uh, is how much, like, cool stuff is going on in, in the production of it. It's, like, really catchy. Like, all of the, like, vocal call and response stuff the hay and the yippee-ios and stuff is like really mm-hmm. fun. Uh, the piano is really great. There's some really great guitar. Do you want to play uh, uh, the, the guitar sample I took? Yeah. This is for the bridge. That's a fun like little uh, yeah. lyrical line. <laughs> I'm singing, get back gruffy, get back scruffy, get back you flea-infested mongrel. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Okay, so uh, who who can who can specifically speak to who the dogs are, what the, the dogs are an allegory for? Uh, well, we have a quote from Ansem Douglas who says, uh, <clears throat> it's a man-bashing song. I'll tell you why. The lyric of the song says, the party was nice, the party was pumping. When I saw the word, when I said the word party, I was being metaphorical. It really means things were going great. The yippee yo, that's everybody's happy, right? And everybody was having a ball. Life was going great until the men start the name calling, and then the girls respond to the call. So the men started calling the women skank and sketel, every dirty word you can think of. The men started right. the name calling, and then the girls respond to the call. And then a woman shouts out, "Who let the dogs out?" And we start calling men dogs. It was really a man bashing song. I don't know if that's man bashing so much as just uh, calling sure. out like consequences for being a shithead. Are you hashtag hashtag not all mending right now? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> cool. It's a great energy to bring to the show. Hashtag not all dogs, Cameron. <laughs> well, Some dogs like are it. still in. Seems like as good episode title as any. Why not? We'll see. Um, okay. Uh, 
yeah, there's some there's some lyrics in here that made me kind of question if that's what it was actually about. Um, like the verse two, uh, gonna tell myself, hey man, no get angry to any girls calling them canine, but they tell me, hey man, it's part of the party. You put a woman in front and her man behind. So is he like saying that he feels like uh, compelled to defend these men or like, or to defend men? <laughs> Not all. <laughs> or, or like he's taking it personally, uh, you know? Well, he does seem to be a man. So he Seem, seems that way. It seems like it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess, I guess it, it really is. He's just like trying to tell himself, Hey man, they're not, they don't mean like every single man specifically. They mean like mankind. Right. They mean like men are being shitty right now. And it doesn't necessarily like specifically target me, which is a, is a pretty like, I think enlightened way to, to think about it. Uh, in a sense, I guess. <laughs> so I wonder if this uh, third verse, which is the rap portion of the song, I wonder if that's in the Anselm Douglas version. Um, because one thing that kind of ties a lot of these Baja Men songs together is they'll have, you know, late into the song, a rap verse. Mm-hmm. And it's usually like, I don't know. It's fine. It's not very good. Mm-hmm. And that's like pretty consistent. And I wonder, yeah, I, I guess I'm wondering like what of their songs is actually by them? Um, or are they just kind of a cover band that do whatever? Um yeah, they can do a kind of fun little take, and then they add a rap verse, and it's like, oof, I don't know about that. Mm. So the the verses, well, if, well, if I am a dog, the party is on. I gotta get my groove because my mind done gone. Do you see the rays coming from my eye, walking through the place that DG man is breaking it down? Me and my white sh- or shorts, and I can't see color. Any color will do. Mm. I'll stick on you. That's why they call me Pitbull because I'm. The man of the land, when they see me, they say, woo. Now, if you had trouble keeping track of the rhyme scheme or the <laughs> rhythm or the ideas there, mm-hmm. uh, believe it or not, that is not really due to my delivery. If anything, <laughs> my steady delivery was probably easier to follow mm-hmm. than in the actual song. Um, yeah, it, it's, it just feels like there's, I don't know. It's kind of disjointed and not as smooth as the rest of the song. So, mm-hmm. and that that continues mm-hmm. throughout the rest of the, the album. Uh, there is a, a part with a lot of business in the background vocals that I think is fun mm-hmm. and funny. Mm-hmm. You should play that. It's it's down there in the bottom. Bigger the Bible, like Tom Waits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guest star. <laughs> a real Cookie Monster growl. Yeah, someone singing about bones. It's probably Tom Waits. <laughs> <laughs> Just on percentages. <laughs> yeah. Just pure probability. Uh, probably Tom Waits. Anyway, I I like this song. It's nice to revisit it. I think it's. Um, I'm glad that it got so popular that people got tired of it. I think yeah. it's worth <laughs> absolute ubiquity. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I think it has more substance than like, I like to move it, move it. Yeah. Or something like that, that was similarly like saturating mm-hmm. the culture. Uh, I think this is better mm-hmm. than that. Um, it's, 
also exactly how I remembered it. I don't know. I don't know about you, but like sometimes I, I revisit music from 20 years ago, 20, 21 years ago. And I'm like, oh, this is like way different than I remembered it. Not the case for this song. <laughs> I don't know what that says about the song or me or if I've heard it more recently than I think, but uh, that's something. I mean, I think the part that doesn't, that I didn't realize when I was a kid is like how kind of musically specific the production is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. The in- I think the instrumentation is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron, do you want to get your party on? Yes. Yay. All we want to do is have fun. DJ Ben Run DMC. Current low and cool more Black brothers on the end thing. Afro's man is starting LP. Everybody over here. Hey, everybody over there. Oh. It don't matter who's the best side. East side, west side. But come on, come on. Now everybody put your hands up. Hey, everybody have a good time. Everybody have a good time. So. Genius Lyrics uh, has just the wrong lyrics. Yep. Uh, and I wasn't able to find the actual lyrics to the Me song. Um, so I don't necessarily have a lot to say about it. I don't know if it has much to say. It's mostly just talking about partying and maybe a little bit of a an implicit call for unity, calling mm-hmm. for East Side and West Side. Yeah, squash the beef. To, to, yeah, squash the beef. Party. Get your party on. Um. It sounded to me a lot like uh, like a tribe called Quest. Yeah, I could like see it was that. kind of a send up, especially the like um, the bass chords. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminded me of uh, like "Can I Kick It" mm-hmm. uh, from Tribe Called Quest, which uses the um, the sample from "Take a Walk on, on the, the Wild, Wild Side. Side" from Lewis yeah. Reed. There it is. Yeah, um, it kind of reminded me of that, um, but. But not as clever as a tribe called Quest. It sounded like tribe called Quest until you listened to the words, and none of the things were were as charming or interesting or as incisive <laughs> as the things that a tribe called Quest have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like uh, wipe your feet real good on the rhythm rug. Yeah. Open up your arms if you really need a hug. <laughs> Man, this rhythm really fits like a snug glove. Snug glove. That's so great. <laughs> It's very charming. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is all kind of boring. Yep. I don't have the lyrics in front of me, but none of it uh, stuck in my mind. Yeah, no. Next song so, is called Getting Hotter. Yeah. Let me see you work it. Let me see you took it now. Let me see you wind it down for me. Come on, girl, let's get wet. I want to see you sweat. Ooh, ooh. So go to the beat, shake to the beat. I can know this party's getting That it's that uh, island vibe. Let's get wet. Let's get wet. Come on, girl. Let's get wet. <laughs> um, the lyrics on this on this verse verse are not correct. Uh, let me see you working. Let me see you tucking now. And I thought <laughs> I thought it was some sort of a trans femme expression uh, going on, like 
uh, this person uh. is wearing a gaff of some kind or some sort of tape. Uh, but I believe the the lyrics That's are lovely, let me see. lovely normalizing. What's that? <laughs> good, good, lovely normalizing. That, good work, genius. That's what lyrics. I thought. I was like, yeah, transcriber, way ahead of your time. This song came out twenty one years ago. That's great. <laughs> but I believe the actual lyric is "Let me see you jerking now." So it's "Let me see you working." Let me see you jerking now. Um, so jerkin'. maybe this person is making some food, some chicken. Oh, very good. Uh, I, that's probably that's probably uh, really ignorant of me to say because that's Jamaica. That's not the Bahamas. <laughs> oh well. Uh, you know, I mean, do they jerk things in the Bahamas? I have no clue. I know almost nothing about the Bahamas. Yeah, me neither. I I I only know it as a destination, as a vacation destination. I don't actually know anything about the culture there. Mm-hmm. If there's you know, still indigenous culture there or uh, a non vacation mm-hmm. oriented lifestyle there. I don't actually know. Yeah. I know that. I know that some of those islands, uh, I guess the Bahamas is like a, a bunch of islands. It's, yeah. It? It's an archipelago, I think of some sort. Okay. Potentially. I know that like some of those islands, my impression is that some of those islands aren't, it's just like private property. Mm hmm. You know, just is owned by sandals or whatever. Sandals? Do yeah, other like kinds of, of those, shoes like, resorts? Own... <laughs> other kinds of islands? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that was Citizens United 2 footwear <laughs> people now. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yes. The sequel no one asked for. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm feeling hotter. Uh, feeling hotter. I, he he says, "I want to let my hair down," which is a fun thing to yeah. say that you do, you don't you don't often hear um, men or masculine presenting people using that idiom of like, uh, yeah. you know, it's been a long week. I want to let my hair down and let loose and dance and get hotter. You know, that's yeah, fun. It's nice. I like that neat little detail. Um, it's about all there is to this song. You know, I want you. I want to get yeah, with you. Like, Your body's I'm- grooving. Ooh, you make my head spin. Um, I want to join you. I want to do it like you do. I've got the fever. The song asks you to imagine a party where there's like fun sexual energy uh, between a man and a woman. Wait, what? Who are dancing together. But the, <laughs> That's the concept. Uh, <laughs> Cameron, men and women can't have sexual chemistry. They're just too different. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a ripoff of a Futurama uh, line. I think pretty good. I think Fry is like you're a man. Or, I'm a man. You're a woman. We, we we're just too different. We can't make it work. <laughs> uh, I only have one little sound sample from this. It's just like this nice little nice little riff. Mm-hmm. Vocal riff. Here we go. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fun little horns getting horny yeah. uh okay let's let's move on let's go let's go to uh shrek the movie oh there he is there he is <laughs> donkey out of tune So apparently this is a cover of uh, 
a band called Modern Romance, I think. Okay. At least that's what the genius says. Fine. Um, and the, the Baja Men, they, <laughs> this is what genius says, the Baja Men added their reggae pop touch to it in 2001. Um, I don't know when in Shrek this song would have appeared. There's a lot of music in Shrek, uh, though. Yeah, maybe it's a credits Maybe it's a credit song. Yeah, it sounds like it could be. They just tr- they just took any sort of you know turn of the century zeitgeist band or song and had them do stuff like they had Smash Mouth do "I'm a Believer." Yeah, that was Shrek Two, I think. Mm, hmm. Actually, I don't remember now. I think I'm Nathan. I'm pretty sure that Donkey sings "I'm a Believer," talking about how in love he is with the dragon. Oh, you're right. And it's the second one that has Live and La Vida Loca duet with Antonio Banderas. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Also, Tom Waits is in the second one. <laughs> I also forgot about that. Shoot. There's there's <laughs> some, like, legit music in the Shrek movies. Like, the, the Eels. A band Eels shows up for several songs. Uh, and they're, like, kind of an indie out there band. Uh, the Eels. I don't know them. Eels. Uh, you recognize the songs from Shrek if you heard them. Uh Here's the original of that. This song. That sounds familiar. It sounds like a uh, Paul Simon song. Oh. This is already kind of reggae. I ask you the questions, but you tell me lies. Because all of the time you're just full of surprise. Please tell me. Are they British? Yes. Steel drum. Or a simp steel drum, maybe. Um I took the rap, the bad rap in this. So hey, play that. Hey, I can't wait. Oh, sorry. Um oh, I, I I was playing the wrong sound sample, but it, it the sound sample was subtitled Don't Need Autotune. Um Oh yeah. I, I don't think they do. They don't, but it's an interesting effect at this time. This came out in two thousand uh one. Um, which is well before T-Pain was using it for a similar effect. And it's sort of a naked use of autotune that maybe maybe it was more intentional as opposed to um, uh, reparative. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, here's that bad rap. So you always consider me like a ogre ducker and treat me like a notre dame. That's why I had to keep my shine on. I break a little something to keep my mind on. Because you had my mind gone. Turn the lights on. Come on, baby. Let's just rewind the song. Because all I want to do is make the rest of the best dance all night long. All I want to do is make the rest years the best years all night long. It's very, like we were talking about the, the song Dragon Ball Do-Rag. Last week, it's very, um, uh, lo- let me love you through the night endlessly. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, also, so, so you always consider me an ugly duckling uh-huh. and treat me like, and then in the genius lyrics, it says a Notre Dame, but it sounds like he's saying Notre Dameus. Notre Dameus. Let's listen to that again. Uh, well, the next word is it's. Or, so maybe he kind of like elides it. Or Nostradamus. Nostradamus is why I had to keep my shine on. Um, no, th- there's a there's a little syllable in between dom and it's. 
You think so? I do. That's, I think that's the word it's. Yeah, maybe it's just spread out, and yeah. the S sound is just sort of in its own rhythm. Yeah. But why treat me like a Notre Dame? Are they talking about Quasimodo? I guess so. Is that so. the idea? I guess so. You know, treat me like a, a Notre Dame. One of those no- Notre Dames. <laughs> Uh, you always you always treat me like I'm predicting the end of the world. <laughs> you always treat me like uh, the Virgin Mother of God, Our Lady. <laughs> um, what else to say about this song? Okay, there's a really weird effect on the trumpet. Do you want to play? Oh that? yeah, I don't like it. I actually think it's bad. <laughs> I can't tell is Are they like playing it through like a vocoder or like a wah pedal or I don't know. It could ju- it could just be entirely synthetic, I feel like. It yeah. It sounds really icky to me. Yeah. I don't like good. it. Not my favorite. Uh okay. Cameron, so do you want to m- cover mo- move it like this? Yeah. Is that what you want to do? Me, yeah. Let's move it like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this, uh, mm-hmm. can you feel the you vibe? Go. Can I? Mm-hmm. It's a song about dancing. If you can believe it, I, I don't know. I don't. This is pretty unprecedented to have a song about dancing, but th- that's what it, it seems to be about. Yeah, and it's, there's sort of like an instructional nature to it. Mm-hmm. Can you move it like this? See so a wind your waistline, right. jump back and to do the twist, and the electric slide. So it's it's sort of a it's it's a dance that is eating other dances. It's like a kata, yes. katamari damas, damasi of uh, dance moves. That's like gobbling up the electric slide and the twist and everything else. Yeah, I like that. It's um, sort of genre agnostic. Yeah, <laughs> if not appropriative. Mm-hmm. Can anyone do the double bump like back in the day? We thought we'd bring it to you, Bahamian keeping it grooving. Yeah, yeah. I don't even, I don't even know if I know how to single bump. Yeah, there's the. This is walk the drugs, Philly personally. dog. <laughs> you're smiling, but you're not making any sound, so it's not. <laughs> I a- refuse to. <laughs> I refuse to let there be anything other than dead air. <laughs> but I'll respond visually uh, for you. Your sweet angelic smile. Do the uh, mashed potato. Do the running man, or walk the Philly dog if you can. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. Cam, you lived in Philly longer than I have. Um, than I did. Yeah, walking the Philly dog, I think, just means letting your letting your dog shit wherever and then not picking it up. <laughs> oh, here's a song called The Olympics, Baby Do the Philly Dog. Baby Do the Philly Dog. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll see if I can find anything and put it in the learning it's links. A dance and if I can't, song. then the Bahamen made it up. <laughs> they uh, it. So there's one lyric in this that I thought was worth discussing. Can you play the sound sample, please? I can. 
No, wait, sorry, wrong one. Uh, no, it is that one, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna not fade it out this time so we can really hear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops, that's the wrong fuck. Okay, this one. Nathan. Oh, you faded it out. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, I, fa- I we faded. We're gonna the wrong get up one. on the dance floor and do the Pee Wee Herman. That's it. That's that's what he's saying. There it is. We're gonna do get it and do the Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. What do you? What do you suppose that is? Uh, it's when you put on a bow tie and some white shoes and a gray suit and you just kind of do do stuff. You just kind of be be silly. <laughs> you say the secret word. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I what could that possibly mean? <laughs> <laughs> do the cowboy Curtis. Um. Uh. Should we talk about coconut? Yes, we should. Unfortunately. They're like distorted synth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wasn't. I'm not actually super familiar with this song, the I, original. I I did not know it was a Harry Nilsson song. Um, everybody's talking at him. That's the thing I know about him. That's the the main relevant fact. Uh, and he he don't hear a word they're saying. I guess is also another fact I know about him. Uh, it's just the echoes of of his mind. Um, that's basically all I know about <laughs> Harry Nilsson. <laughs> Um, I think this is, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a song about getting cucked and going to the doctor and saying, what well, I've been cucked, doctor, what do I do? And he's like, drink lime in, in a coconut. Yeah. It doesn't even mention any alcohol. Right. I mean, I, that's, that's how I've, I've usually taken the song and it usually gets played at parties and people are like, woo, yeah, tropical drinks time. Uh, Let's celebrate alcohol, but it doesn't mention alcohol at all. Let's celebrate alcohol. Let's celebrate. Yeah, it doesn't. It's just uh, just sort of like a an, an, uh, a non-sweet and very and very sour and acidic mm-hmm. beverage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds pretty good. I'd be pretty into that. Yeah, I'd be into that. If it was a mixture with the coconut water. Yeah. It would be better with alcohol. <laughs> it would be better with alcohol. Yeah. Like lots of things. Um... I had had some sort of falsetto moment that I wanted to talk about. Oh, I don't yeah. remember it though. Will you play that? Yes, I can. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's kind of an impressive impressive moment. Yeah. Uh I think that we should just talk about Crocodile Rock and then have that be the last thing. Okay. Well, yeah, all right. There's not much. There's yeah, there's basically more of the same and yeah, more like dance party tunes like that's basically all there is but crocodile rock has a lot of interesting things going on yeah always 
Oh, by crikey, it's Friday night. Just grab a crock and hold on tight, man. Plan on rocking was the way to put things right. Uh, <laughs> it's, so it, it's, like, know- it's like, uh, what, what's that? Dancing in the street. Like, everybody, like, fellas, like, grab a girl, you know. Yeah. Grab your boyfriend or whatever. But it's just grab a crock. Everybody grab a crock. <laughs> yeah. If you're not familiar with the original song, uh, I looked over the lyrics again to remind myself, and it's 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 basically sort of like a like a like a boomer nostalgia song, you know, about yeah. like we're and crocodile rock was like either a dance or a party or something. Yeah, it's it's it didn't it's, really matter. It's uh, uh the day the music died, basically. Yeah, um, American Pie. Uh, it's it's yeah. I've got the lyrics pulled up here. Um, a little more succinct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that part. That is grab a crock and hold on tight. Let's see. How did it go in the original? It's not even doesn't remotely resemble it, does it? No. <laughs> so this was like probably the most kind of cynical moment on this album. Uh, I guess. But they, they do it in such a silly way that it's hard to see the cynicism. They're having fun. Yeah. But like, I think the inception of it is we should have a literal take of this song and we should have like a popular band cover it Mm -hmm. because this is, this is the one that is for crocodile hunter colon collision course. The Steve Irwin, uh, I I guess you could say it's, um, uh, historical fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Uh So, did you read the synopsis of this movie? No. Oh, lay it on me. So, apparently, it's about Steve Irwin and his family, like, mm-hmm. playing themselves, mm-hmm. trying to thwart what they think are poachers, mm-hmm. crocodile poachers. Um, although, I'm kind of skeptical about, like, are crocodiles not... I don't think they're in danger. I think they're doing fine. I think Maybe that's not true. I think they're also literally farmed for like meat and yeah. like leather too. So like, do you really need to poach them? Are. Yeah. <laughs> so, so already that idea seems sus to me. Um, but um, the, they're not poachers. They're CIA agents. What? And they're chasing after this particular crocodile because it's eaten uh, some sort of like piece of a satellite with uh, confidential, like classified information on it. What? So it's just a bunch of antics. Oh no! Yeah, man, the two thousands were a wacky time. Yeah, you can have whole movies that were just that. <laughs> Did you watch uh, Crocodile Hunter? Never. When you were a kid? Never seen it. I I watched it a fair amount of times, and um, I remember at the time. It it really seemed like Steve Irwin was um, just being very flagrant <laughs> with the way that he's interacting with these animals, and I couldn't tell if he was like playing it up for the camera, and it was actually fine, and maybe the animals weren't quite as wild. Like, was as- he a Joe Exotic, like tempting fate by being uh, unsafe with the animals? Was he a grizzly man? That's what it looked like yeah. a lot of the time. And he would like, you know, he like sort of infamously, he would say like, now what you don't want to do is this. And then he does it. <laughs> um, it's like, that's like the whole bit Yeah, is that he just gets, gets on up there. And 
I mean, I don't know the specific details, but it sounds like it, that eventually killed him. Yeah. You know, like that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it's more complicated than that. But um, yeah, like he was stabbed in the heart by a fucking manta ray. Yeah. Uh, and instantly poisoned to death. So, or venomed to death. Uh, so kind of sad. Um, I know that his kids now are like starting to do stuff. Um, the, one of the verses, I took a sound sample. It's the Bahaman is playing the part of one of the Irwin kids. Do you want to play that sound sample? Yes, I do. Sweet Terry by my side. Take your soul for a ride. Up the river to be safe and sound. Cause I know a few things that daddy won't be found. I can tell you, but the trip we got. When we move around the big old rock, grab the head and watch the tail. That's the way my dad taught me, and it never failed well. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Wrap the head and watch the tail. That's all there is to it. Yeah, easy. Um, yeah, it, it um, it's. <laughs> It's so funny to like think of this song in, in relation to the the original lyrics, like especially um, like in the intro, the 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 beginning like verse and stuff. I remember when I was young, me and Dad had so much fun climbing trees and skipping stones. I had a couple lizards and a snake of my own. Woohoo! Yeah. But the biggest kick I ever got was doing a thing called the crocodile rock while the other kids were playing on the dock. We were jumping in the river, saving big old crocs. <laughs> 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 hold your rockin something sunk and how your feet just can't keep still which in the original song referred to a dance move i'm always catching them every time and i guess i always will <laughs> every time i'm catching them always <laughs> in the original he says uh, i never knew me a better time and i guess i never will it's very funny to just completely invert that and say I, i'm always doing it and i guess i always will <laughs> <laughs> I'm always doing it every time, and I guess I always will. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, it is my Sisyphusian curse. <laughs> I can't. I just can't stop. I wish I could. One must imagine the Irwin kids happy. <laughs> yes, man. I could listen to an Australian say Steve Irwin all day long. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good sound. Uh. Yeah, I wonder when we'll get our next, like, round of Australiana. Mmm. I think Boz Lerman might have killed it with his movie, Australia. (laughs) Is that his movie? I heard that was really bad. Yeah. I think it's the last movie he made. It was so bad it killed his career, even though he had smash hit uh, with Moulin Rouge. Yeah, it seems like, for the most part, most Australians, most Australian uh, public figures are, like downplaying their Australianness. Yeah. I mean, they've gotten a bad name the Hemsworth. with Boz Lerman, Mel Gibson, <laughs> uh, yeah. Rupert Murdoch, you know, those guys. Are the Hemsworths I mean, you know, Australian? They're Hem- they're Hemsworths. Yeah, they're Australians. <laughs> yeah, they're Hemsworths. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're totally Hemsworths. <laughs> Have you seen them? <laughs> <laughs> That's about as worthy a hem as you could get. <laughs> Um uh, yeah, there's no there's no bunching <laughs> in those sleeves or mm-hmm. those pant legs. Mm-hmm. There's no fraying uh, on these let's edges. Be, let's be done. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Hey, yeah. so uh last week we said that we're gonna just do a vote between John Mayer 
mm-hmm. and Janet Jackson mm-hmm. for season 19 of Think Outside the Box set. Yes. Uh, so far, John Mayer is significantly in the lead. Oh, boy. But also not a lot of people have voted. Yeah. So if you if you don't want John a John Mayer season or don't want one yet or are really excited about Janet Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, go vote. Yeah. Or if you want to make sure that John Mayer is definitely who we'll cover, uh, then there's still go vote. The important, the important thing is not if you vote what, like what you vote for, like if you vote for fascism or neoliberal, uh, watered down, almost fascism. The important thing is that you actually go out and vote like regardless well, of guess- if you're voting for Hitler or Joseph Stalin or like, <laughs> you know, Pol Pot, like any of those guys just go and vote. Here's, here's another way to think about it. For the people in our audience who are penis havers, are your penises David Duke? <laughs> Vote for John Mayer. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, uh, go ahead and look up John Mayer penis David Duke if you need that explained. But I'll not in the, the image search. Links. Yeah. No. <laughs> Unless. Unless. Um, the link to vote shall be in the show notes. And it will still be open for a while. Because we're gonna we're gonna do another palate cleanser, is that right? My penis is a supremacist. <laughs> Sorry, I just I was forming that joke. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> and I wasn't listening. Yeah, we'll do one more. Okay. of something of something. Yeah, who knows what it is? Um, yeah, I really want to cover the Little Nas X album. I don't know when it's coming out. Yeah, I'd kind of be interested in saying we're going to cover Little Nas X's discography and starting with his first full album. Oh, that's an interesting thought. You know. Yeah when it comes out yeah. and just cause I think he's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Cool. 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 All right. So until next time with our next palate cleanser, you can visit us online at box website, email us at email at box website, tweet us at Tobias podcast. Um, if you want to support us, you can go on iTunes, write us a review, uh, jam those stars, mash those word buttons. Uh, keyboard is what some people call it. You can support us directly by going to support.boxset.website where you can get access to our, that's that redirects to our Patreon. <laughs> Shut up. And if you kick us some money every month, you'll get access to our weekly bonus show among other bonus materials, including some full length ones, uh, Sorry, I'm getting distracted by Cameron trying to knock over all of his instruments at once by stretching. I have to stretch. (laughs) Destructive stretching, the new uh, fitness tape with Cameron DeWitt. Um, Where was I? Yes, our Patreon. You'll get access to our bonus materials, including our our weekly mini show. It's called What's in the Box Weekly. We had a book club this week. It involved uh, The Fifth Season by N.K. Jemisin and The Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler black women sci-fi it fucking rules they're both very good books and you can listen to us talk about them uh if you get if you join our patreon and give us just a couple couple bucks for less than the price of one half of one cup of coffee per month (laughs) um you should also listen to cameron's other podcast it's called get up in the cool and cameron's going to tell you about it oh yeah it's uh traditional music making and traditional music uh, con- based conversations mm. there. I was so prepared mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> coming up on 250 episodes now. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a good show. And if you like it, then you, there's just a lot of stuff to binge there. Yeah. You've come a long way, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I, I think I have my first, um, 
my first uh, trip planned to start making music in person again with people um, in mid-June. And hopefully I'll go back to never doing another Skype episode of Get Up in the Cool ever again at that point. We'll we'll see if I'm able to. Uh, It really depends on uh, if everyone behaves (laughs) and gets vaccinated, Mm -hmm. if they can. I was just at the park and... um, an, another like young dad uh, or a younger dad than me, I think um, was like coming up to me and talking to me. And uh, it became clear at a certain point that he is not vaccinated and he had no, he didn't necessarily have any plans to, he also didn't know anything about COVID really. And whether it was actually something to be concerned about, this was, this was not convictions. He just did not have the information. It did not make his, its way to him. It is wild to, to think that there are people out there who are that clueless. Like what percentage of Americans do you think have never heard of Barack Obama or Donald Trump? It's, it's probably right. double digits. Like it's, it's wild that these people are out there just like completely unaware. <laughs> yeah. So like, Anyway, I had just like a very nice, peaceful conversation with him, you know, and he was saying like, when do you think things are going to open back up? I don't even really understand what's going on. <laughs> Why is everything like, closed? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I had wrote a, a friend, a friend in Rhode Island and they were having like literal like field hospitals because there wasn't enough room for all of the people seriously sick with COVID. Uh, the reason maybe it's not as obvious to you is because it's a little easier out here in Oregon, but... If people who can get vaccinated don't get vaccinated, we might be dealing with some variants that the vaccines don't know how to handle. So uh, that's the information Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you need. Go do it. Yeah. uh, So, yeah, you know, if you can find those people in your uh, community and in your life that, um, you know, maybe don't want to have an argument about it, but just need someone to tell them what's up. because. Mm -hmm. It's not getting to that. And I said, hey. So that I can never do a remote episode of Get Up in the Cool again. Yes, exactly. Do it for me. Do it for the music. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, until next week, I've been Nathan Hunt. And just grab a crock and hold on tight, man. And I've been Cameron DeWitt. And I'm always catching them. Every time. (laughs) And I guess I always will. What an insane thing to say. (laughs) I guess I'm catching them. Uh, I'm always catching them every time. And I guess I always will. How are you guessing about something so universal? (laughs) It seems like you're lying. it's it sounds like it sounds like a um like an 11 year old kid bragging he's like i'm always catching them every time (laughs) and and i guess i always i always will